It's surely true that until men and women are born again, they are living life upside down, yet thinking they are right side up. God speaks through the prophet Isaiah in chapter 5, verse 20, Woe unto them that called evil good and good evil, that put darkness for light and light for darkness, that put bitter for sweet and sweet for bitter. Prior to salvation, we are not able to discern clearly between righteousness and wickedness. The lines are muddled with compromise, confusion, hidden agendas, and misinformation. We truly sat, and most still sit, in darkness and call it light. Jesus depicts the revelation of redemption in Matthew 4.16. The people which sat in darkness saw great light, and to them which sat in the region and shadow of death, light is sprung up. Have you seen the light? Have you been born again, born a second time, this time of the Spirit? Would you like to have your life turned right side up? If you answer yes, today is your day of salvation. Click on the Further with Jesus for childlike instructions and immediate entry into the kingdom of God. Come on, we're waiting for you here. Now for today's subject. God said, Proverbs chapter 20, verse 20 through 22, My son, attend to my words, incline thine ear unto my sayings. Let them not depart from thine eyes, keep them in the midst of thine heart, for they are life unto those that find them, and health to all their flesh. God said, Proverbs seventeen twenty-two: A merry heart doeth good like a medicine, but a broken spirit drieth the bones. God said, Proverbs eighteen twenty-one: Death and life are in the power of the tongue, and they that love it shall eat the fruit thereof. God said, Luke ten nineteen. Behold, I give unto you power to tread on serpents and scorpions, and over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means hurt you. God said, Romans eight twenty-eight. And we know that all things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are the called according to His purpose. Man said, I am the captain of my ship. The God of the Bible is not my maker. His Bible is for the uneducated and easily led. Now the record. This is God said, man said, feature article 554. These marvelous features prove the full, inerrant veracity of the Holy Bible. Every Thursday Eve, God willing, they grow by one. These features are archived on this site in text and streaming audio for the edification of the church. Welcome to God Said, Man Said. May the face of our God shine upon you with light and truth. Imagine what you could unleash in your life by harnessing the supernatural power of the Word of God, which is accomplished by the children of God when they mix His Word with faith. Revelation 19.13 speaks of Jesus Christ and says, And he was clothed with a vesture dipped in blood, and his name is called the Word of God. The effects of invisible words encompass the universe and even more. The invisible God created all things out of that which is invisible by his invisible creation words. Hebrews 11.3, Through faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the Word of God, so that things which are seen were not made of things which do appear. It should be no surprise that quantum physicists have come to a very similar conclusion. A short review of quantum physics meets the words of God follows. 
Many scientists are initially perplexed when they discover that the smallest building blocks of life are particles that deny Newtonian uh, materialistic explanations. It is at this juncture that the theory of quantum physics is employed. Keep firmly in mind that you and everything you see has been spoken into existence out of that which is invisible by the invisible words of God. Everything is made out of God's words. If this biblical principle is true, then we should find evidence everywhere, and we do. Today's scientific minds continue to confirm the word of God written thousands of years ago, secrets that only the Creator Himself could know. Bruce H. Lipton, Ph.D., a stem cell biologist who taught at the University of Wisconsin School of Medicine, performed pioneering studies at Stanford University, and authored and co-authored numerous books, made some telling statements in his book, The Biology of Belief. We've lifted the following excerpts for your perusal. Excerpt number one. No, there has not been a printing mistake. Atoms are made out of invisible energy, not tangible matter. So in our world, material substance, matter, appears out of thin air. Kind of weird when you think about it. Here you are holding this physical book in your hands. Yet if you were to focus on the book's material substance with an atomic microscope, you would see that you are holding nothing. Excerpt number two. Fortunately, leaders in the field, such as Johns Hopkins University University physicist Richard Kahn Henry, are addressing the misperceptions about the perceived primacy of the material world. Henry offered an elegantly simple definition on the true nature of the universe. This is what he said. The universe is immaterial, mental, and spiritual, living in joy. Excerpt number three. The reality of a quantum universe reconnects what Descartes took apart. Yes, the mind, energy, arises from the physical body just as Descartes thought. However, our new understanding of the universe's mechanics shows us how the physical body can be affected by the immaterial mind. Thoughts, the mind's energy, directly influence how the physical brain controls the body's physiology. Thought energy can activate or inhibit the cell's function-producing proteins via the mechanics of, of constructive and destructive interference described in the previous chapter. Excerpt number four. The fact is that harnessing the power of your mind can be more effective than the drugs you have been programmed to believe you need. The research I discussed in the last chapter found that energy is a more efficient means of affecting matter than chemicals. Excerpt number five. The brain's function is to coordinate the dialogue of signal molecules within the community. Consequently, in a community of cells, each must acquiesce control to the informed decisions of its awareness authority, the brain. The brain controls the behavior of the body's cells, end of quote. Finally, Dr. Lipton writes, Biological behavior can be controlled by invisible forces, including thought. Of course, thought is simply silent words. What then are Dr. Lipton and others saying? One, atoms appear out of thin air. Two, 
The universe is not material. It is mental and spiritual. Three, thoughts, silent words, can activate or inhibit the cell's function-producing proteins. Four, harnessing the power of your mind, words, can be more effective than drugs. Five, each of your 50 trillion-plus cells must acquiesce control to the brain. Six, biological behavior can be controlled by invisible forces, including thought or words. What is perplexing to so many scientists is fully explained in the Bible. All things have been spoken into existence out of that which is invisible by God's only begotten Son, Jesus Christ. Science employing the most sophisticated atomic microscopes concludes that the universe is immaterial. It is mental and spiritual. Science, welcome aboard. End of the quote from the feature one. Now for a few excerpts from feature number two. All of our 50 trillion-plus cells have a two-position switch on board. One position is called growth and the other protection. In the growth mode, where there is no fear, stress, or uncertainty, the body flourishes with health. But if one flips on the protection switch and stays there for prolonged periods of time, it actually destroys life. The following is from Dr. Bruce Lipton's book, The Biology of Belief. Inhibiting growth processes is also debilitating in that growth is a process that not only expends energy, but is also required to produce energy. Consequently, a sustained protection response inhibits the creation of life-sustaining energy. The longer you stay in protection, the more you consume your energy resources, which in turn compromises your growth. In fact, you can shut down growth processes so completely that it becomes a truism that you can be scared to death. End of quote. Again from Dr. Lipton's book concerning the HPA access. The body is actually endowed with two separate protection systems, each vital to the maintenance of life. The first is the system that mobilizes protection against external threats. It is called the HPA access, which stands for hypothalamus pituitary adrenal access. When there are no threats, the HPA access is inactive and growth flourishes. However, when the brain's hypothalamus perceives an environmental threat, it engages the HPA access by sending a signal to the pituitary gland, the master gland, which is responsible for organizing the 50 trillion cells of the community to deal with the impending threat. We live in a get-set world, and an increasing body of research suggests that our hypervigilant lifestyle is severely impacting the health of our bodies. Our daily stressors are constantly activating the HPA access, priming our bodies for action. Unlike competitive athletes, the stresses in our bodies are not released from the pressures generated by our chronic fears and concerns. Almost every major illness that people acquire has been linked to chronic stress. Between 75 and 95 percent of primary care physician visits have stress as a major contributing factor. More researchers are pointing to the inhibition of neuronal growth by stress hormones as the source of depression. In fact, in chronically depressed patients, the hippocampus and the prefrontal cortex, the center of higher reasoning, are physically shrunken. A review of this study published in Science reported, 
overtaking the Manomine uh, hypothesis in recent years has been the stress hypothesis, which posits that depression is caused when the brain's stress machinery goes into overdrive. The most prominent player in the theory is the hypothalamic pituitary adrenal axis, end of quote. Harnessing the unimaginable power of words is not a concept that you put in place and forget about continuing on life's journey, but it is a lifelong quest that requires daily attention. These features are not promoting the power of positive thinking, which is only backed by the individual's ability to maintain a positive position, but rather the positive creation words of God mixed with childlike faith and supported by a very real supernatural one-on-one intervention. You have, of course, heard of the placebo effect. Basically, the placebo effect is the ability of the mind to think oneself better. Many clinical measurements have been made over the years concerning this phenomenon. In these studies, people were treated for a particular ailment. Part of the group was treated with the appropriate medication, while the others were given a placebo, often a harmless sugar pill. After the trial, the results of both both groups were measured. The improvement rate of those taking the harmless sugar pill ranked in at about 1 out of 3, or 33%, and the improvement number of the placebo group is sometimes greater than the improvement percentage turned in by the group actually treated with the appropriate medication. As you should suppose, there is an opposite to the placebo effect, and it's called the nocebo effect, which is basically the physically negative things that take place in one's body simply as a result of thinking on the wrong words. New excerpts from Dr. Lipton's book, The Biology of Belief, follow. It inevitably disturbs pharmaceutical manufacturers that in most of their clinical trials, the placebos, the fake drugs, prove to be as effective as their engineered chemical cocktails. A Baylor School of Medicine study published in 2002 in the New England Journal of Medicine evaluated surgery for patients with severe debilitating knee pain. The lead author of the study, Dr. Bruce Mosley, knew that knee surgery helped his patients. All good surgeons know there is no placebo effect in surgery. But Mosley was trying to figure out which part of the surgery was giving his patients relief. The patients in the study were divided into three groups. Mosley shaved the damaged cartilage in the knee of one group. For another group, he flushed out the knee joint, removing material thought to be causing the inflammatory effect. Both of these constitute standard treatment for arthritic knees. The third group got fake surgery. The patient was sedated. Mosley made three standard incisions and then talked and acted just as he would have during a real surgery. He even splashed salt water to simulate the sound of the knee washing procedure. After 40 minutes, Mosley sewed up the incisions as if he had done the surgery. All three groups were prescribed the same post-operative care, which included an exercise program. The results were shocking. Yes, the groups who received surgery as expected improved, but the placebo group improved just as much as the other two groups. Despite the fact that uh, that there are 650,000 surgeries yearly for arthritic needs at a cost of about $5,000 each. The results were clear to Mosley. My skill as a surgeon had no benefit on these patients. The entire benefit of surgery for osteoarthritis of the knee was the placebo effect. Television news programs graphically illustrated the stunning results. 
footage showed members of the placebo group walking and playing basketball, in short, doing things they reported they could not do before their surgery. The placebo patients didn't find out for two years that they had gotten fake surgery. Studies have shown that placebo effect to be powerful in treating other diseases, including asthma and Parkinson's. In the treatment of depression, placebos are stars. So much so that psychiatrist Walter Brown of the Brown University School of Medicine has proposed placebo pills as the first treatment for patients with mild or moderate depression. In a 2002 article in the American Psychological Association's Preventment and Treatment, The Emperor's New Drugs, University of Connecticut psychology professor Irving Kirsch found that 80% of the effect of antidepressants as measured in clinical trials could be attributed to the placebo effect, end of quote. The placebo effect was created by God, and mixing the word of God with faith activates and magnifies this internal power. When you stack on God's supernatural intervention, the childlike find themselves in a very good stead. The magnificent power of God's words, silent or spoken, has staggering, life-changing results. The believer who harnesses them will eat the fruit thereof. Faith in God's word is the currency of the invisible kingdom of God. He or she who is rich in faith is wealthy indeed. God said, Proverbs 4, 20 through 22, My son, attend to my words. Incline thine ear unto my sayings. Let them not depart from thine eyes. Keep them in the midst of thine heart. For they are life unto those that find them, and health to all their flesh. God said, Proverbs 17, 22, A merry heart doeth good like a medicine, but a broken spirit drieth the bones. God said, Proverbs eighteen twenty one, Death and life are in the power of the tongue, and they that love it shall eat the fruit thereof. God said, Luke ten nineteen. Behold, I give unto you power to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means hurt you. God said, Romans eight twenty eight, and we know that all things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are the called according to his purpose. Man said, I am the captain of my ship. The God of the Bible is not my maker. His Bible is for the uneducated and easily led. Now you have the record.